Hi there, my name is Min, and I'm a tiny Vietnamese book, movie, and overall fiction lover. Welcome to the Mini Bookworm Podcast, where I give my honest mini reviews on books, comics, or TV shows that I've enjoyed recently. If you've just finished a book or series that you have lots and lots of feelings about, or if you're looking for some fun literary and media recommendations to delve into, then hopefully this podcast will be the place for you. Hi, bookworms and casual listeners. My name is Min. I'm the host of the Mini Bookworm Podcast. And welcome to my very first podcast episode. I don't know if you can tell how nervous I am, but I'm very nervous. I've never done something like this before, and usually I really hate hearing the recordings of my voice, but I thought I would try something new in 2021. So a little bit more about me as well as my book blog, which you can find at theminibookworm.wordpress.com, shameless plug, as well as why I ventured into this podcast. Since I was young, I really enjoyed reading and movies and comic books. And so we can say that throughout my life, I've done a lot of consumption of media. But doing all of that consuming without an outlet to actually share my thoughts um, sometimes felt like I was just bottling up all of these ideas and feelings that are really wanted to um, somehow put out into the world. And so I think that's how my book blog first came to be. The blog was a place for me to methodically write out what I thought about a book or a movie, um, how I thought it could be better if it could have been, or just, you know, kind of have that fangirl mentality a little bit. Um, while also potentially introducing um, a piece of work that I found really great but other people might not know of. And in so that way, I thought that it would be beneficial to both me as well as other people who might randomly stumble upon my blog. And so that's how the mini bookworm was born. Um, and so... Recently, I know podcasts have been all the rage. I feel like every other person is starting a podcast. And I think it's just such a personal way to engage with your audience, right? Because usually you only get to see this kind of built persona that a person has very meticulously chosen and curated to portray to the outside world. Whereas I think with the podcast, a lot of it is stream of consciousness, a lot of it is unedited, and it gives this kind of raw view into somebody. Um, and so I really like that about it. Um, and combined together with my book blog, I thought that it might also provide me with an alternate stream of listeners that might be interested in books or movies or any of the content that I'm reviewing, but may not like reading um, on a screen as much as they like listening to a podcast-style review. And so, ta-da! 
Now you get this podcast. Woo! Not like anyone asked for it, but oh well. So here is how I kind of envisioned this first episode going. For now, I'm kind of switching from writing to speaking. And so I might be a little unused to a spoken format. And I think what might work better for me to just kind of get comfortable with hearing my own voice is just to read aloud my reviews. Now, this might change as I kind of get familiarized with the platform and grow in confidence, but for now, kind of consider it like an audiobook version of my written reviews, which will be posted on my book blog if you're so inclined to read it without hearing my voice, which I totally understand. So, without further ado, here goes my first review of Your Throne, which is a webtoon that you can read online, webtoons in English, and on Naver in its original Korean. And this is a webtoon created by the wonderful author Sam, or cedar underscore kr on Instagram. This webtoon is an amazing combination of fantasy, drama, action, political intrigue, and even hints of romance. So it basically has all the elements in it to make an awesome story. Needless to say, I had a lot of opinions about your throne. Most of them are positive, so I'm starting off my podcast on a good note. But this review might be a little bit on the lengthy side, so do prepare yourself. I don't typically write as much, but when I really like something or I have a lot of pet peeves about something, then the review tends to get a little bit wordy. So kind of just have that in the back of your mind as you listen to this review. All right, without any further ado, here is my review. As the adage goes, before you judge a person, walk a mile in their shoes. Easy to say, much more challenging to actually do. It's not because recreating another's experience is impossible, although it very much is. Even identical twins lead separate lives, branching and twisting away into distinct shapes with each minute event. It's actually because, while compassion comes naturally to most of us, so does the tunnel vision fueled by fundamentally self-serving narratives and the extrapolation of surface impressions into biased caricatures of others. To truly understand someone, not only do we have to embrace their point of view, we must also step outside of ours. The latter, rather than the former, is where we tend to fail. But what if you were forced beyond yourself? What if you were thrust into someone else's body to quite literally walk in their shoes? This is the predicament that besets Medea Solone in Your Throne, an ongoing webtoon online authored by Sam or cedar underscore kr on Instagram. As the only daughter of the respected Duke of Solon, Medea both beautiful and clever, is the perfect candidate to become the bride of Prince Eros. 
Yet somehow, the position of future queen of the Basilios Empire gets swept away from Medea's hands by the lovely, innocent, and most importantly, undeserving Psyche Callista. Enraged by the sudden turn of events, Medea swears to do everything and anything to reclaim what Psyche took from her. When she does achieve her wish by magically swapping bodies with Psyche, she realizes just how wrong she had been all along. Your throne is first and foremost a fairy tale of feminist insurgents. The webtoon, despite being set in a fantasy land reminiscent of medieval Europe, provides a stunningly vivid portrayal of patriarchy that remains true and recognizable to modern-day readers. With intentional elements like contrasting color palettes and references to Greek mythology, Sam sets up the dichotomy between the ruthless and astute Medea and the kind and naive Psyche to highlight how underneath their outward disparities, they both start off as victims of a society that thrives on the physical and social entrapment of women. This is explored when Medea and Psyche learn to navigate each other's bodies and in the process stumble upon nightmarish secrets that belie the women's unyielding public facades. In particular, the two female protagonists of your throne have the shared experience of being raised in oppressive households. Medea's abusive father exploited her intellect to bolster his own reputation while refusing her due credit, while Psyche's father practiced heavy-handed neglect and isolation, ostensibly for the sake of his daughter, but in actuality for the benefit of the Callista family name. As Medea's and Psyche's fates entwine in an otherworldly net, the two come to learn each other's pains and soothe their scars, and also gain a common enemy whom they resolve to fight back against together. In contrast to the unbearable trappings of patriarchal systems, your throne showcases female empowerment and mutual empathy as a shining alternative. It is a common occurrence for women to be pitted against other women in pointless, toxic competitions, where the winners still end up losing to the overarching framework of prejudiced stereotypes and rampant gender discrimination. The sinister thing about these competitions is that women may voluntarily choose to participate in them for their illusory benefits of mainstream acceptance. An example of this is the I'm not like other girls, or its more vicious variant, the pick me girl trope in which women undermine other women in order to raise their own perceived status and desirability. Such trends are dangerous because they enforce fixed, rigid gender roles while also demeaning and marginalizing women whose expressions of femininity may diverge from others. Through Medea's initial hatred towards Psyche, your throne does a fantastic job of elucidating how women may themselves play into these unnecessary rivalries with other women and how they ultimately hurt all parties involved. The webtoon also emphasizes that bringing down fellow women is not the solution to gain a foothold in society. Rather, in your throne, Medea and Psyche become stronger and less resentful when they empathize with and support one another, implying that only by presenting a united female front can we as women begin to dismantle the unjust and misogynistic structures that we live in.
Another idea that Your Throne executes quite well is the notion that there is no one way to be a woman. The lack of diversity and race and sexual orientation aside, Your Throne paints a picture of two completely different models of women. Medea, precocious, at times cruel, and lethally ambitious, is unafraid to break conventional gender boundaries. Donning pants and men's garb whenever it suits her, and wielding blades and politics with force and finesse combined. Medea's main drive is for power and authority. She knows that she has the skills needed to rule, and so weaves complex plots to make sure that she is in the position to do so. Psyche, on the other hand, could care less about power. She might crave independence, sure, but not because she wants sovereignty over others the way Medea does. At her core, Psyche is a gentle, sweet, and loyal girl, wanting only the freedom to be loved and love in return. She is quick to trust, and just as quick to forgive, and enjoys the small things in life, like pretty trinkets, tender words, and walks in blooming flower gardens. Together, Medea and Psyche represent the opposite sides of the popular "Who should woman be?" debate. The career-oriented businesswoman and the family-centered homemaker, but neither Medea nor Psyche consider themselves to be better than their counterpart. Instead, they acknowledge but never disparage their dissimilarities and even absorb traits from the other that they then turn into new strengths. Medea picks up from Psyche the value of kindness and a less brute force approach to a problem, while Psyche learns Medea's caution against potential threats. And the ability to weaponize her femininity into an innocuous but effective tool. In so doing, the heroines of Your Throne illustrate that there are no set roles to womanhood. Instead of criticizing people who don't resemble us, Your Throne teaches us to be inclusive and open-minded because we will gain much more by uplifting those around us than by tearing them down. Aside from its strong feminist messages, Your Throne also offers a simply Splendid reading experience. Sam is an incredible writer, just as much as she is an incredible artist, which translates to Your Throne being the pinnacle of stellar storytelling and gorgeous graphics. The webtoon's plot is never a bore, rife with twists and turns and intricate political machinations that intertwine seamlessly with the personal struggles of our two heroines. Reading Your Throne, I was constantly excited. Excitedly on edge, expecting the unexpected, waiting for Medea or Psyche to spin the tables in their favor. As for the art style, Your Throne is just shockingly stunning. The colors are bright and vibrant, as if they're about to jump off the page, and each panel is rendered in exquisite, extraordinary detail. And while Sam is amazing at scenery. The true gem of her art lies in her characters. I have included some pictures from the webtoon in my blog post, so you can kind of scroll through it and just admire and drool over this art for a bit. But everything about Sam's characters—the masterful use of lighting, the complicated costumes, and the chillingly realistic facial expressions—is eye candy for the delighted audience. As a female manga and webtoon enthusiast, I simply cannot recommend Your Throne enough. 
For those like me who enjoy subversions of male-centric tropes, strong, empowering heroines, and dynamic female friendships, Your Throne is a great feminist work. And on the other hand, for readers who are more interested in the fast-paced plot and a new take on court intrigue sprinkled with elements of fantasy, Your Throne will also satisfy. The webtoon is yet unfinished, but I'm personally already enamored with it and cannot wait to see how it ends. And that's the end of my very first podcast-style review. Um, On paper, this is a lot of words, around like 1,300 words, which is the size of a small-ish essay, but... If I speak it out loud, then it's a lot more manageable and actually is just like a bite-sized version of a lengthy podcast episode. So I hope you enjoyed that. Um, a little bit of a author's note. Um, in the actual review on my blog post, I linked some informative and also really, really hilarious YouTube videos of women analyzing the um, I'm not like the other girls and the pick me girl phenomenon um, which I actually watched in order to write this review and kind of you know make sure that I was getting my pop culture and my research on point Um, I can't really add links um, to this audible version of the review but if you want to search them up on YouTube search for the first video, which is Tara Mukni's The Rise of the Pick Me Girl Meme. And the second video, which is a lot shorter, but is a very, very well done sketch by one of my favorite YouTube creators named Anna Okana. Um, And the video is titled Signs of a Pick Me Girl. Um, If you do end up actually watching these videos, please let me know what you think of them. I personally found them to be extremely good at analyzing and also critiquing this new pick-me-girl trend that has been popping up on TikTok recently. And so I thought I would share these with you if you're so interested in doing a little bit more research into this new phenomenon. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hopefully that was a somewhat enjoyable experience for you. And if you have any recommendations for me at all, it can be a book, a comic, a TV show, or even a fan fiction in a fandom that you really like because yes i am a fanfic reader and i am very unapologetic about it fan fiction are some of the most interesting and complex pieces of like writing that i've read in my life so i would definitely be writing some fanfic recommendations in popular fandoms like avatar the last airbender Harry Potter and etc. Um, so those should be up on my blog and then this podcast, I don't know, sometime whenever um, I get to them. I know that's not very reassuring or it doesn't actually say anything much, but it will be there when it, when it will be there. <laughs>
Um, but yeah, if you have any recommendations for me, and they don't have to be just fiction, I will watch documentaries, I will read nonfiction, biographies, self help books, like anything. I actually just finished reading this book called The Collected Schizophrenias, which is written by Esme Weijun Wong. I think that's how her name is pronounced. And that's just an exploration of someone's real lived experiences with schizophrenia.、Um, and as a psychology major, which, ta da, a little bit of a fun fact about me,、um, I found extremely fascinating, very well documented,、um, an overall or very informative read.、Um, and so my review on that will be coming up shortly, either. The next review after your throne, or like the second review after your throne, but that will also be in the works. So, yes, long story short, please send me recommendations of what you have found interesting yourself or what you might want me to review. Alternatively, if you have any comments on my speaking style or suggestions of what you might want to see on the podcast, Um, I'm very much so considering potentially bringing a friend along so we can have a conversation about a book or a TV show together. And so it seems a little bit more interactive rather than just me droning on and on.、Um, so, yeah, please send all of those suggestions to my email, which is the mini bookworm. So, the title of this podcast, but all together. At gmail.com. And I'll leave all of this info in the,、um, in the description box, I guess, equivalent of this podcast.、Mm, thank you for staying with me until this point, and I'll see you next time.